0: It's Tuesday, January 16, 2024, and I'm Dave Sobel. Three things to know today. Wi-Fi 7 AI integration and futuristics displays, the key highlights from CES. Microsoft unveils Copilot Pro, the new $20 a month consumer AI plant for enhanced productivity, and Evergreen's international ambitions, Landcom Technology joins as the latest acquisition. This is the business of tech. I promised to look back at CES, and here's what I'm seeing. I noted both spatial computing and XR and AR last week. For an event overview, CES showcased a mix of business-like and wacky tech products, including a voice-controlled luxury toilet seat, a transparent television set, Intel's new line of desktop processors, Lenovo's ThinkBook Plus Gen 5 Hybrid, and Acer's Aspire 3D 15 Spatial Labs Edition laptop. Other highlights include wireless Wi-Fi 7 hardware, Volkswagen's integration of ChatGPT into cars, NVIDIA's Super Refresh of the RTX 40 series, and AMD's Ryzen 8000G APUs and RX 7600 XT graphic cards. LG and Samsung also unveiled some transparent displays, while Kohler introduced a voice-activated bidet seat. The Wi-Fi Alliance has announced the certification of Wi-Fi 7, the latest iteration of the technology. Wi-Fi 7 promises faster speeds and improved efficiency, making it ideal for high-bandwidth activities such as streaming, AR and VR, gaming, and remote work. The Alliance expects over 233 million devices to enter the market in 2024, growing to 2.1 billion devices by 2028. And in other reporting from CES, Wi-Fi 7 is quietly making its way into gaming laptops, offering better connectivity with lower latency. While some high-end models are already available, more affordable options are also on the horizon. Asus seems to be the exception as their announced laptops do not list Wi-Fi 7 in their specs. I wanted to hit on the Rabbit R1, a pocket-friendly device that aims to simplify tasks by using automated scripts called Rabbits that can be activated through voice commands. Features a touchscreen, a rotating camera, and a push-to-talk button for voice commands. The R1 doesn't have onboard apps, but can connect to select apps via a web portal. Claims to prioritize privacy and doesn't store user credentials. The device uses large language models and action models to understand and carry out requests. The R1 is not designed to replace smartphones, but to handle menial tasks. And pre-orders started at $199, sold out 10,000 units in a day, and is expected to ship in March Amazon announced new generative AI-powered experiences for Alexa, including a chatbot platform called Character.ai, an AI music company called Splash, and a voice AI game called Folly. These experiences allow users to have real-time conversations with different personas, create songs using their voice, and play a modern version of the game, 20 Questions. Amazon has been making various AI-related enhancements to their devices, including giving it a more opinionated personality, and the ability to adjust its tone and response. Why do we care? Generative AI is going everywhere, and every device maker has tried to slam ChatGPT into their product. The rabbit highlights exploring AI standalone devices. Does having a dedicated device to help AI with tasks make sense, or will that be in the smartphone? Does ChatGPT make sense in a Volkswagen? The battle is over who will be the AI platform. Will it be your smartphone, or will it be something else? The Rabbit tells us something about the vision of AI usage while there are many questions about the product's viability, starting with how they cover cloud costs with a one-time purchase. And remember, manufacturers are slamming AI into their devices because it's the hype. But that doesn't mean it's all hype. And tactically, some Wi-Fi upgrades will be done in the coming years, too. And announced yesterday, Microsoft is launching a consumer-focused paid copilot plan and expanding the eligibility requirements for enterprise-level copilot offerings. The new consumer plan, Copilot Pro, priced at $20 per user per month, provides access to copilot's generative AI features across various Microsoft 365 apps. The subscription is available to Microsoft 365 personal or home subscribers and will offer additional features and functionalities soon. CoPilot Pro subscribers also receive 100 boosts daily in designer, improved generation quality, and priority access to the newest generative AI models. Additionally, CoPilot is now generally available for organizations subscribed to Microsoft 365 Business Premium, Business Standard, E3 and E5, or Office 365, E3 and E5. Microsoft is also introducing new free features, including Copilot GPTs tailored to specific topics, and a mobile app for Copilot. Specifically, I will note that Microsoft has removed the 300-user minimum on Copilot. Why do we care? Copilot is now available for all levels of users. While they announced it on the Mac, it's not there yet, and Microsoft says soon. Given the trend toward consumer-focused AI products, IT services companies should consider developing or integrating AI tools that cater to individual users or small businesses as appropriate to their customer level. There's an apparent market demand for AI solutions catering to businesses of varying sizes. Evergreen Services Group has acquired Lancom Technology, a prominent managed services provider in Auckland, New Zealand, making Evergreen's expansion into the Australia and New Zealand MSP technology space. The acquisition will fuel further growth for Lancom and provide opportunities for collaboration and innovation. Evergreen's commitment to preserving Lancom's experience and continuity within the organization was a key factor in the decision. Both companies aim to solidify Lancom's position as an industry leader in New Zealand's MSP and IT Solutions community. Why do we care? Evergreen has had two international acquisitions in recent months. I maintain that M&A hype is still a tiny sliver of the market. That said, the roll-up players continue to expand. Thanks for listening. Today, National Fig Newton Day... It's also appreciated Dragon Day. I like that second one a little bit better. Got a comment, a question, a thought on a story? Put it in the comments if you're on YouTube or reach out on LinkedIn if you're listening to the podcast. I will talk to you again tomorrow. The Business of Tech is written and produced by me, Dave Sobel, under ethics guidelines, posted at businessof.tech. If you like the content, please make sure to hit that like button and follow or subscribe. It's free and easy, and the best way to support the show and help us grow. You can also check out our Patreon, where you can join the Business of Tech community at Patreon.com/slash/MSPRadio, or buy our Why Do We Care merch at BusinessOf.Tech. Finally, if you're interested in advertising on the show, visit MSPRadio.com/engage. Once again, thanks for listening to me. I will talk to you again on our next episode of The Business of Tech. Part of the MSP Radio Network.